listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. So here we are in the kitchen, St. Leopold Friary, New York. Oh, I just bumped it. And uh, this is Father Luke. I'm here with a really special guest, a really dear friend of the Friars, Patsy Schlegel. And uh, Patsy, where are you from? I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico, deep in the Southwest. And what are you doing in Yonkers, New York? I came to New York to get away and get some quiet time. Oh. We, it's been a real treat to have Patsy. He's a real longtime friend of the Friars and really kind of an adopted sister. And um, we have a really unique story with how we uh, began our friary in Albuquerque. And I thought it might be nice we're here just drinking tea and uh, talking a little bit about how the vocation to married life and lay, lay life and then the religious vocation, how we really complement one another. So uh, what, what is your memory of when the Friars first came to Albuquerque? Obviously, it was the legendary Father Robert, who's now passed away. But uh, how did it all happen? Um, the first summer they came down was to see if it was a viable option for there to be a friary or a residence, which is before you were a friary. I remember that. In Albuquerque. And so my first fabulous five Friars were Father Robert, Father Leo, Father Michael, yeah. Father Anthony, and Father John Anthony. So those were the first. That's the all-star team right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The next summer to be joined by Father Terry and Father Christopher. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. So what, what has it been like having the friars there? You know, like, what's been the impact uh, for, like, you and your family? Um... I believe that the friars were sent to me. I prayed for brothers, and I'm uh, part of a family of only children, a twin, and I only have one sibling, my twin, so nobody older and nobody younger, and I always wanted brothers. And so, now you have uh, how many brothers? 125? Oh, I have a little over 100 brothers, <laughs> so it's good. God answered that prayer in abundance, like he does many of the... <laughs> you should have bought a lottery ticket that day. <laughs> um, so, but I think their impact has been greater... Um, over the years, getting mm. my children have had the opportunity to know what religious life is mm. um, in its entirety. Most people get the outside view, and we've kind of had the inside view. Sure. <laughs> and um, it's just a special thing, you know, to share holy hours with friars and to have my children at a very mm. young age be exposed to the depth of our Catholic faith, yeah. I think has been a real gift. You know, um, for the brothers, too, like just to, to give our perspective on it, um, it's such a blessing with our friendship, you know, so we don't have our own families. That's part of our calling. And uh, so we end up adopting everybody as like, you know, brothers and sisters and children. And But even um, I know like the ministries, a lot of times we collaborate with a lot of people. Um, maybe a little bit about that amazing soup kitchen they do there. Like, Okay, so this is our this is the second time the CFRs have had a soup kitchen in Albuquerque, and um, so the second time around they actually had like a real facility and mm. got a magnificent kitchen, and 
anywhere, be, I guess, pretty regular 20 to 25 volunteers that go help serve at the soup kitchen. So we have a crew that comes in on Tuesday evenings. We serve on Wednesdays. We, wow. as is, as if though I'm a friar. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a lot of people. Okay. So Tuesday night is prep night because mm -hmm. we serve anywhere from 250 to 350 every Wednesday. Wow. And so it takes a crew to serve that many. Um, there, if we can do use indoors and outdoor seats, we have 80 seats altogether. So that's wow. turning over three and four times. And so uh, it runs like a restaurant. So one of the things that the fires introduced me to was truly treating the homeless and maybe the less fortunate that sometimes can have rough edges to mm. treat them with dignity. And so we serve on real plates with real silverware. Wow. And they get to come in and sit down like they're coming into a restaurant and they get served. You know, like we get served. Mm -hmm. When we go to a restaurant, they get the dignity of having like their drinks. They can order mm -hmm. lemonade, water, coffee. Wow. <laughs> I, I love that touch there. I love that. So it's very homey actually mm -hmm. inside the prairie and outside in the garden. On most days in Albuquerque are nice enough to eat outside. Wow. Um, it's a flower garden. It's, it's, it's a beautiful setting, you oh, know, something yeah. they don't get to enjoy every day. So. I remember when I was a young friar in training, we were kind of told to make sure things are beautiful and clean. It kind of speaks mm -hmm. to people, their value. I have this funny memory. I, now, I don't know if you were around in those days, but um, I was visiting. Father Robert was down there, and you were around. <laughs> <laughs> we were all a little younger then. And... Um, course now father robert had been a capuchin friar before he was one of our founders and uh he had been a brother you know for many many years and then went on for the priesthood but he was an amazing chef amazing cook and i have these memories of being in albuquerque and he was like a mad scientist in that kitchen of course he'd always yell at you get out of my kitchen but he had you know some help there and just unbelievable meals that he was preparing and I think we were serving about 100 people in those days, maybe about 80 people. Yeah, no, it was and, good. Uh, the food was just like spectacular. And I think it, from what I remember, it kind of started to cause a little problem because people were kind of freaking out. Because a lot of times at institutional kind of things, like the food might be a little bit generic or whatever. And this was like gourmet. <laughs> and I just remember people were like getting their you know, cell phones or trying to call people like, yo, you got to get down here. We actually still have that happen depending on who the cook is in the oh. kitchen. And so generally speaking, if it's Father Joseph or Brother Elijah or Father Daniel. Now, wait, are you going to tattle? <laughs> are you about to tattle? I, I'm not tattling. <laughs> but if there's a particularly good meal, they will actually call friends and people wow. will add to the line that's already long. Yeah. So that's wow. still, that still happens. I love that. I love that. When I was in serving in Harlem for many years, we had a soup kitchen there. Whenever we had shepherd's pie, it got a little crazy. <laughs> everybody would be calling everybody. They, they'd love shepherd's pie. But, no, so. I think Father Robert's spirit lives on in our kitchen because mm -hmm. we have um, Father Daniel's specialty is like stuff like New Orleans, kind of that area of mm -hmm. cooking. So he makes jambalaya and gumbo. and Oh, wow. Um, yeah, all from scratch. We have Brother Vittorio now. We can make pasta from scratch. And oh, yeah. Makes really killer potatoes, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a great cook. Um, I'd love so, to get him back at my friary someday. 
<laughs> so all of all of the meals are made from scratch, mm. um, and it's a full plate. You know, it's not just like here's your bowl of soup and you stand in line and get your little cup of soup. Mm. You sit at a you sit at a table and somebody waits on you, and wow. the meals are really good and hearty. That's amazing. Wow. Well, there you have it, everybody. Just a little small conversation here at the kitchen. This is where it all goes down. This kitchen is amazing. But uh, just what a treat to, to have friends and to be together and how we all help one another. Um, you know, not only in prayers, but also just in serving. And uh, so God bless you. Anything you want to tell the people? Or... This is so funny because Patsy was like saying, oh, I listen to the podcast down in Albuquerque. And I'm like, why don't we do one together? <laughs> totally off the cuff. So Yeah. So, no, it's been a joy. to, uh, And I think a special treat to be able to spend several days and mm. you know here at the priory and meet some new fires <laughs> can i tattle on you it has been so wonderful to have patsy here she's been helping cook dinner and it's all this like authentic new mexican cuisine it's been amazing my stomach is killing me but it's totally worth it all the chilies and everything but um and then it's also kind of a joy because um some of the brothers who are going to be ordained to the priesthood here at the end of may had been serving in Albuquerque in the past, so like Brother Giles. Mm -hmm. And so Patsy's gonna be back with the family, or? Actually, just me and my daughter. Just you, okay, yeah. you and Vivian. And uh, it's such a great reunion when we all get to see one another again. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, hey, everybody, as uh, you're listening, just reach out to others, and we need one another. And friendship, and in prayer, and encouragement, and uh, together we can serve Jesus and the poor and upbuild the kingdom of God. And uh, God bless you. Amen. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.